I want to start this episode out by saying that today might be triggering for you. If you start this episode and you realize that your heart isn't ready to discuss, I will have no hard feelings if you click out of the episode. In fact, I will never even know. So please, babe, know my intention with this episode up front. My heart is not to come off callous or like a know-it-all. I want to share with you my own personal experiences with death and grieving in hopes that you realize that you are not alone and that it is completely okay and normal for you to feel grief. So with that being said, let's dive right into this week's episode. Hey girl, welcome to Slay Out Loud. This is a podcast designed for women who are on their journey to become the best versions of themselves. I'm your host, Jerrica Hetty. I'm a wife, a stepmom, an entrepreneur, and the creator of the Sladies Den, which is a women empowerment movement focused on gratitude, self-care, and giving back. I'm here to share real life stories, offer you support, and encouragement as you travel on your journey. So let's get started. Hello, podcast fam, and welcome back to another episode of Slay Out Loud. I feel like our podcast family needs a name. If you have any suggestions, let me know, okay? I wanted to do a little housekeeping before we dive into today's episode. So much has happened since last week, it's even hard to remember. I have sticky notes all over my desk with reminders of things that I want to tell you. If you are listening to this at the time it goes live, which will be January 30th, 2020, I want you to know that to date, the fundraiser that I host every year will officially be the biggest one yet. Over 200 tickets have been sold, with over 100 of them being sold in this past week alone. I cannot even contain my excitement, you guys. I still can't believe that just a few months ago, when I set the goal of 200, I honestly didn't know how it was going to happen. Even last week, My mind was a battlefield as we had just barely broken 100. It's hard for me to wrap my mind around the fact that in less than one month, over 200 women will be gathered for our third fundraiser where we will be raising donations for our local domestic violence program. Some people thought I was nuts for saying 200 women this year. Heck, Even I thought I was nuts at some point saying 200 women this year, and now we have exceeded that goal, which felt impossible just a few days ago. I was also on TV for the first time this week. Yep, that's right. Your girl did a live interview at 6.30 in the freaking morning, and you know what? I crushed it. I don't share this with you to brag because honestly, as I was getting mic'd up, my heart was beating 
so rapidly, and for a quick second, I thought I could even pass out. But I did it scared, and I knocked it out of the park, you guys. I was interviewed about the fundraiser. I had pitched myself to the newscaster repeatedly until I got him to say yes. The fundraiser is the only one of its kind in this area. It's a women-only night out, and no other fundraiser in this area is set up that way. Every day since the airing of the segment, I've had someone stop me and say that they saw me on the news. Mission accomplished. In order to make an impact at the magnitude I desire, I need to be known. A segment on the local news is a good place to start. Also this past week, since the last time you and I hung out, Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, as well as two other teens and three other adults, were all killed in a helicopter crash. This has taken the country, the media, and the world by storm. It is a shock, and it is a tragedy. It is also the reason why I chose the topic for today's podcast. I want to be respectful of those who lost their lives. The posts on social media have been overwhelming, but I saw something that really caught my attention. There has been some backlash on how you can grieve someone that you don't know. I saw a post that said something to the effect of how this tragedy that occurred can trigger our own experiences with death, and I couldn't agree more. For me, and I can only speak for myself here, but for me, it is less about a celebrity dying and more about a father who died tragically with his daughter while his wife and three other children were elsewhere. For me, it's remembering the pain and the shock and the denial as reality sets in that someone who literally was there one moment ago and is gone the next. My family and I were no strangers to death. My grandmother was killed by a drunk driver. She was on her way to work and stopped at the post office. She was in her car when she was struck and killed. One of my aunts had a stroke while grocery shopping, and she never recovered. I lost two more aunts and two uncles, all within one calendar year of each other, and two of them within three weeks of each other. My dad died of a massive heart attack. And these are just a few examples of what I have experienced. I'm going to be completely honest with you here. This Kobe Bryant tragedy was triggering to me. It brought back all of the pain and sadness from my own life. I can empathize with the families because I have been in their shoes, burying a loved one who was taken too soon, burying a parent, My heart hurts because, as a wife, I cannot imagine having to bury my husband. It scares the shit out of me. As a parent, I can't imagine having to bury my child. And as a woman, 
to think about having to do both of those things at the same time is unimaginable. Grief has different stages, and there is no rhyme or reason to how you experience the stages. It's a vicious cycle. Some moments are better than others, but in my experience, it never goes away. We just learn how to cope better. Some coping methods are better than others, but I am not a doctor, and I am not here to tell you what or how to feel. What I can do is tell you that it is okay and it is normal to have all of the feelings. It is okay to feel sad and to mourn someone you have never met because it is a way to help you process what you have been through. In the past, my grief paralyzed me from living. I was alive, yes, but I was not living. I was existing. I spent a lot of time alone and I spent a lot of time in bed. I didn't want to be reminded of the things that would hurt me. I literally thank God every day that I never fell into drugs because I do have somewhat of an addictive personality and when you are questioning everything, I can see how one might want to feel no pain, no matter what the cause. I became addicted to other things though, working and money and material things. I still struggle with impulse buying because shopping was one of my coping mechanisms. So if I'm stressed or if I'm feeling emotionally overwhelmed, I eat and I shop. I justified this for a long time by the YOLO mentality. I figured if I only live once and I have no idea how long I get to live, I might as well buy everything I want and do all of the things that I want, right? Wrong. I am working with my therapist now with this, but death is seriously triggering for me. I told my therapist just at my last session that the only thing I hate about having a big family is more people dying. As a child, I never expected to live a life without my aunts, without my uncles, without my parents. That wasn't how I saw my life playing out. But the bigger the family, the more occurrences of people dying. When I started practicing gratitude and started going to therapy, I was able to find balance in all of this. One thing you might not know about me is that I am an all or nothing kind of girl. I am all in 1000% or I'm not doing it at all. Gratitude has helped me to balance that out. Gratitude has helped me to celebrate life daily and not just when someone passes away. It's why I can drink champagne on a Tuesday evening. Or why I spend so much time checking in on the people I love. It's why I've been able to forgive sooner 
and more often. Ellen said something this week that really struck home with me. She said, Life is short and it's fragile. We don't know how many birthdays we have. We don't have to have a birthday to celebrate. Just celebrate life. If you haven't told someone you love them, do it now. I know that death can be a touchy subject, but when I started this podcast, I made a promise to bring you real life. Death is a part of life. There are only two dates that are definitive. The day you are born and the day you die. But the dash between those dates? The dash is what you did with the time you had. So what will you do? Be kind. Love hard. Be brave. Take chances. Forgive. Make time for the ones you love. I love you. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that you can find comfort and peace today. All right, girl. We'll talk soon. All right, girl. So I hate goodbyes. So we're not saying goodbye. We're saying until next time. So until the next episode, here are the things that you can do to help me grow this podcast. You can head over to iTunes and you can leave a rating and a review and you can subscribe to the podcast right from iTunes. You can share this episode with a girlfriend. Better yet, You can share this on IG, where I love to hang out, in stories. Tag me in your stories with your greatest takeaway from today's episode. Y'all, this podcast is my new baby, and we are going to grow this thing together. I am so glad that you are here. I am so grateful that you have listened this far into the episode, which means you're almost done. And I would love your feedback. Let me know what you want me to talk about on this podcast. This is for you. So girl, if you do those things, I will be forever grateful to you. Thank you so much. So until next time, I'm sending you light, love, and champagne, or sparkling water if that's your jam. Cheers!